200 Women, The Listening Ground, brought to you by Westpac as part of the 200 anniversary celebrations. I'm Felicity Duffy, Head of Women's Markets for Westpac. Episode 4, Happiness. Whilst we all want to be happy, it turns out that what makes each of us happy is very different. Listen in as women reveal their aspirations to sit around a kitchen table filled with joy, to be creative, to watch others thrive, to find the meaning of life and to help young people. Big part of what I do is listening to people's stories, like I said before, and getting to believe in them. What makes me happy is when they achieve their dreams because I've got the best job in the world. My job is to help people find their wings and achieve their dreams. So watching them soar, that moment when they achieve, whether it's a little thing like passing a test or you know, um, performing in something that they've wanted to but didn't have the courage to do, whether it's a big thing like getting a new job, that glint in someone's eye when they achieve something, that's the best. It sets my heart absolutely racing and I get to do that all the time. My biggest happiness is being able to help and see others flourish and grow. Uh, it's a, such a joy when you see young people grow in confidence and young people achieve their potential and young people step up on the stage and deliver. It is such a joy for me to actually see that. My, my role with the Women's March on Washington was to be the Youth and Family Coordinator. And um, I've been working with young people from all over the country on causes that matter to them. And that brings me a lot of joy, um, seeing them activated, seeing them wanting to make change and helping to guide them with that change, seeing them become passionate about it. We had, last week we had a couple of them design postcards that we're going to have up on the Women's March website so people can download and, and send to, send to their, their elected officials. And just watching them be creative, watching them sort of helping them find their voices and making space in what is now an international platform for the young voice. To me, that, that makes me very happy. We set about creating this amazing place called the Sydney Story Factory. And last year we had about 3,000 young people who come through, they write stories, they write poetry, they write plays, they write, make animations, podcasts, any type of writing that will get them engaged and interested. And it's a wonderful thing to see kids who might have a very low literacy level, who might not be, who might really hate school and they hate writing, and all of a sudden they're excited about it and they really want to tell you what happens next and they really engage by it. And you can see how that kind of, it transforms their sense of themselves because they have the, they have the ability to talk about themselves, to articulate who they are, to engage with the world. And it also means they can engage with their education and they just, they can do better. We live in such an individualistic um, world that keeps people from connecting with each other. And really, what gives us everything is being, being with others and being part of things. So, you know, for me, it's my community of friends and family all mixed together and feeling like I belong. To that, it gives me, it's my foundation. And I'm always wanting to bring people into it so that they can be part of, of it. You know, in a bigger perspective, is that, is that it's working shoulder to shoulder to build solutions with others and feeling, but doing it in a way where we feel deeply connected as human beings, where I am 
connected and bonded to the work person that I'm working shoulder to shoulder with, that we are in that moment full of gratitude and, and those that we're working with are, are receiving that with gratitude and being deeply connected to human beings, that's what matters to me the most. The meaning of life and the way to get the best out of it for me is other people. And you know, in our personal lives, we can we use words like um, like love and friendship and family, but more broadly, we can call it um, community, solidarity. There are words in everybody's language and everybody's um, cultural context. You know, Christians call it fellowship. Muslims call it um, you know, you know. There are many words for it, but in the end, it it, it is that connection with other people that that makes it all worthwhile, I think. Human connection um, and the, the minute I come out of myself and, and place myself on an equal footing to another human being, I guess gives me a, uh, a sense of uh, hope and a greater sense of, of joy and possibility. For me, it's all about connection. Like connection to the land, connection to my family and my friends, um, connection and a connection to myself. Growing up in the Philippines, at least from where I was, you know, born and raised, I was born poor, you know, in a place where, you know, you just want to survive, you just want to get through the day, you know, having, you know, Creativity is a privilege where I was, you know, how I was, you know, born and raised, you know, I, we just wanted to learn what was being taught in school and then, you know, you follow, you follow the rule, you go to high school, you go to college, if you have the access to go to college, if you have the money to go to college, and that's what you do. And, and, and in many places, even like the expectation as, as a young person in the Philippines to, you know, you, you travel in a different part of the world and be a nurse and, and live that life and make money and send that back home to the Philippines. It's all noble to do that. But for me, I value creativity. I value you know, the inner workings of what you could imagine for yourself and how you could bring about those things to the world. You know, that makes me happy. Makes me happy where I get to create, to do, create something for the world, where I could use all of my gifts and all of my experiences to the world, where I could come, you know, bring people together and collaborate with people. That makes me happy. What ma makes me happy where I could, you know, be in a photo shoot and be on a, on a film or creating a documentary, like put Putting something together where I never thought that I'll be able to be doing this job, you know, like I had that sense of gratitude that this is the dream to be able to create. So that makes me happy. I find the greatest happiness and joy in being the creative disruptor, in creating, in creating characters that are real and authentic, who are just like the people that I know, who are like me, who are like my titters, who are like my family and my friends, or they're like the people I walk past in the street in West End, who, who have never had a voice, who have never appeared, who have never been in any of the storytelling um, in Australian literature. And so I love doing that. I love placing them in Paris and in Manhattan and I'm working on a book with, which is set in Hawaii. And I love putting an Aboriginal academic from Canberra over there because we exist, we participate in the UN, we do all of that. And taking the reality and weaving it into a creative storyline, that's when I'm happiest. So the arc of the moral universe has long been a bent towards justice. 
and that's true. So I just get very, very moved and it makes me so happy when I see someone choosing creativity and choosing love and trying to spread that in the greater service of, of, of everyone. Table's central to almost everything I do and certainly central to a lot of what I think about. Um, it was very important for me as a child. My father made our own family table and it was a beautiful round polished table and we all sat around it and the circle was never broken until 1956 when television arrived. Before that we all communed at table every night and so many things were discussed and so many arguments were had and and as a child you, what you remember is this amazingly dynamic situation and of course because my mother was an exceptional cook I also remember that this evening meal was the highlight of the day. There were four children, my grandfather, so seven people sat around the table and we were treated to an endless parade of beautiful food that was inspired by all manner of countries, even though my mother was an absolute dinky-dye Australian and at that stage in her life had done remarkably little travelling. She was a great reader, she had lovely friends who came from other places and they shared recipes. And I suppose then I wanted to, I was very interested in that sort of, the pleasure that happened around the table. And it's been really very central to both my restaurant life and of course, much later on, to my work with the Kitchen Garden Foundation. I love to cook. I love to cook and I love to share. And I love people around me that um, are, that want to be there too, that, that want to, that are really interested in, in food and life and, and what we can do. Uh, but it's the warmth and the generosity of the table that <clears throat> is, is such a, an amazing, um, it's such a, an amazing part of your life if you love food. And if you love food, I mean truly love it and are passionate about it, that it's from your area, it's, it's fresh, it's seasonal, it's, it's cooked with, with, with love, I guess. Um, there is so much to learn from that and so many things. I think, um, I think we, can, we can fix the world with good food. <laughs> it's not just the joy of giving people a wonderful meal with you know, fantastic aromas and wonderful texture and flavor, but also watching what happens at the table as everybody relaxes and actually starts really paying attention to each other and having a conversation. And, um, you know, I mean, there, there's so much more than just eating that takes place across the table. And that is, for me, one of the great joys of being a cook, is you get to do that. I think it's wonderful how it's touched many lives and how many women tell me this. I, I went to the tennis two days ago, the um, Australian Open, and four women came up and, and told me what wonderful experience it was wearing something that they had bought from me. So that, I, 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 that has been very meaningful to me because essentially when you're a fashion designer, you somehow think, am I being frivolous? Am I not contributing to society? But, or I am, but in a frivolous way. But really, if you look good, 
If you feel you're looking your best, it gives you confidence. And I have seen women coming from in Australia, from being primarily wanting to get married and have children, to wanting a career. So the transition that I have lived with them from 65 is when I first started my business, to where we are today, women in Australia today are running their own lives and I, that has been most exciting. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope it inspires your thinking today and maybe even your actions tomorrow. Westpac is very proud to have supported 200 Women, the listening ground. For the past 200 years, Westpac has continued to stand side by side with the women of this country. We believe wonderful things can happen when we come together, listen and learn from each other. We created Ruby Connection, our online networking platform for this very reason, and we invite you to join us at rubyconnection.com.au.